Hey everybody, you often hear me speak about going to God and allowing him to put me under construction. And I'm going to speak to you about a specific moment that kind of opens that up to maybe show you how he might be working in your life and you don't even know it. When I was in jail, he used that to mold me, to open me up, to bring down my walls, to receive love and to give love. I feared love. I didn't want anybody near me. I I didn't know how to receive love. I didn't know how to give love. I thought I did. I did all the right things, but my heart itself was blocked off. So I didn't know how to open my heart to receive things or open my heart to give. My heart had been shut, been concrete, made of stone, you would say. So there was this one woman in jail and I knew her from a while back in my life outside of jail. And we both had children in school. She had control issues. (laughs) and she struggled always having to have control of everything and everything had to be her way and when people are that controlling it's because they've lost control inside and so they have to control everything around them to to feel valuable inside to validate themselves and at the time I was very aware of this behavior because I myself had finally overcome this struggle with control so when I saw it in her There was a moment when uh, I had did this action that disrupted her routine and it upset her because she wanted control and she couldn't control me. And I told her that you can't control me. I'm allowed to do what it is I choose to do. This really upset her because she was used to having her way in jail you would say there was a hierarchy and she was it i was oblivious to this because i didn't care about such things (laughs) in that disruption being around me irritated her because she wanted to be angry at something that she couldn't control at one point in time where I wanted to sit in the cafeteria, she put a newspaper there and I moved it and sat. And she told me I couldn't do that and she that was her place. And I told her I could sit there if I want. I sit there all the time. And she got up and she screamed in my face that I was a worthless mother, I was nothing but a drunk, She said all kinds of things and I looked at her and mind you, we probably have 15 women in the cafeteria just like jaws dropped because she is screaming and I look at her and I go, it's true, you're right, what else? That's true. And that was it. She stomped and walked away. They had to remove her and I just let it be. Because at the end of it all, it wasn't me she was angry at, and I knew that. And I knew her getting triggered and releasing that anger released something deep down inside that she needed to release, a hate and anger, and it wasn't directed towards me. 
It wasn't. It was directed towards herself, but she had to finally let it out to, to say the words that were down in her stomach. And fortunately, at the time, I was able to take it and not be angry or um, it didn't insult me. I knew deep down that she needed to say those things and it wasn't towards me. So moving forward, later on, she tried to give me an apology note and a candy bar. And in jail, let me tell you, candy bars are like the rich man's gold. And I gave her back the candy bar because the pride in me wasn't going to accept it. I wasn't going to accept anything from her. And in my mind, I thought she was trying to manipulate me, soften me up. You know, I just, that's where I would not receive anything from her. But I did accept the apology and I knew she, she was apologetic and I wrote a letter back to her and I felt better about that. And later on, somebody goes, Christine, that's her way of making peace. That's her way of showing love. And it hurt her feelings that you didn't accept it. And I was like, you know, and I felt suddenly God working in me right then. And I was reading the Bible and I was reading some stuff and he was just trying to guide me in 1 Corinthians chapter 13. And uh, I just, I was really stuck on that. Like, huh, you know, I feel God in this. You know, I knew through him that she didn't mean those things at me. You know, why is this bothering me that I couldn't accept that? And it was probably a week later, she left a little Debbie treat on my bed. And she said, I won't accept it back. And I sat at my Bible and I stared at that thing during lockdown for four hours trying to figure out if I should eat it or not. And that's where I was stuck. Like here I was so fearful to accept anything. The sheer unconditional act of somebody just giving me something like just because they wanted to, I didn't want it. I wanted to shove it away and say, no, I've got myself. I don't need you. That's what my internal was saying. And that was the wall I had built around my heart. Like if I allow you to give me this, I'm accepting love from you. And that's what it really came down to. And there was something God showed me in the Bible. And now I cannot even recall. But I do remember after reading that and taking a bite of this little Debbie snack, something in me broke. It was another brick of the wall I had placed around my heart. I had finally taken down. I had chosen to take it down. And God had used this woman. He had used her in such a way, not only to help her heal and re release some of that inner turmoil that she couldn't release because nobody would understand. They would want to fight back. They would want to tell her that she was nothing but a worthless person. No, I sat there and accepted it and allowed her to say it and understood that she didn't mean it. She needed that. And I understood that. And what I needed was another person to give me something. And I took down the, the brick in my heart 
because he had recognized a piece of myself in her and at some point it was okay for me to accept something from her. And by choosing to take that brick down, I was allowing God to love me through somebody. See, that's how fearful I was of love. I couldn't even allow God to uh, love me directly. He had to love me through things first, through rocks, through nature. Then in jail, he started using people because I no longer had nature. I couldn't go out and pick rocks and love them. I couldn't love the water. I couldn't love the trees. I couldn't love the birds. I had to learn to love people in jail. And that was tough. God really worked hard to use these people to open me up to love. And what a beautiful moment it was for me. I will never forget bawling. And I suddenly felt so connected to her. I felt the love and what she had given me was something not just, just, oh, here you go. It wasn't to make her feel better. She really did love me for allowing her to vent that out and not judge her for it. And only God can do that. And it was then I started recognizing how he used people to love me and to teach me and to correct me. And I allowed it. I allowed those people to teach me. I allowed those people to love me. And I allowed those people to correct me. It became the greatest time in my life. I began to love. And it was so beautiful how God did it. So there's an example. And unless you're really seeking God, you don't notice that God's involved in those little moments. But I knew he was because I was aware God was in my life. I had been trying to surrender. I just hadn't fully given my heart out there yet. I was working on it. And God, he's very patient and very understanding and full of mercy. So I hope this inspires you to look at your life and truly see where God has his hand in things. Because you never know those small little things where you think, why is this person treating me this way? Maybe that's how they treat themselves. And by you having a little compassion and understanding that it, it's not against you and just allow them to be with compassion and understanding, you might be just allowing them to do the very thing that they need to heal, which will trigger them to do something in you for you to heal. And what a beautiful thing. I love you guys. God bless and amen.